everyone. I'm Grace Beeson, and this is the Because Why Not podcast, where I help you to love your life just as it is. I'm a mindset and relationship coach, a 20-plus year wedding planner, a mom of two young boys, a wife, a daughter, a sister, a friend, and a relatable human on a constant journey of spiritual growth and personal development, all with a lot of laughter along for the ride. I'm a self-help junkie, a cookie addict, Bravo TV lover, and a former party girl committed to showing people there is joy to be found exactly where they are. Thanks for joining me. Hi, everyone. Well, this is what I'm going to call an opportunity Um, This is a great example today of me having an opportunity and a chance to take my own advice. And of course, I think everything happens for a reason and there are no coincidences. And I started uh, recording today a podcast that was related to these things that have been on my mind and swirling around and that I've been seeing and thinking and feeling and hearing everywhere in things I read and, and from clients and, and, you know, there's been this thread throughout my week on this, these couple of same things. So I wanted to record about them. And I did an Instagram post this morning that launched this whole thing. So I did an Instagram post this morning about the phrase or the idea of it's a great day for a great day. And it's funny because it's a great day for a great day is something that I joke about a lot and that um, my best friend Courtney and I say to each other, um, oftentimes facetiously, like it's a great day for a great day when really it's a shit day for a shit day. But it's also something that I love and that I fully believe in, you know, and it's something that this law of attraction teacher who I love, Esther Hicks, who I don't know if I've mentioned her before, but you might find her or you will find her listed under Abraham Hicks publications, but um, she's sort of the OG um, law of attraction teacher. That's my home phone. Let's just ignore that. Um, But you know, I love that saying and, um, and I, I do believe in it. And I really woke up feeling that way, like, you know, feeling that it is within my choice and my control, um, about how I walk into this day and move through this day. And I know that it's something that I can choose any day and any morning and any time to say and to think and to feel today's a great day for a great day. And I also know that I'm someone who doesn't always do it. Of course, I don't always take my own advice, even if I want to. It's not always easy. But, you know, I've had plenty of times within the last couple of months that have been really challenging for me as I got into a little bit in my last episode, um, with everything with my mother that I've been going through, it's been really hard for me to, um, to choose a good place, to choose feeling good, um, to choose positivity, to choose to see the bright side and to see an opportunity. And it's funny because I'm so far along in this process of, of awareness, 
um, that I get it when I'm actually not choosing to be in a good place. I get it when, you know, I'm just ready to sit in my own diaper and I want to make everyone else around me suffer and sit in my own dirty diaper with me too. And I know when I'm doing it. I mean, that's almost kind of the crazy part about it is like, I know how to change it. I know it's within my reach. And sometimes you just can't let yourself, sometimes you just can't get out of your own way. And so I'm just the first to say that, like, I get that and I experience that and it's hard, but it is a choice. It's a choice we have to make. So I made this post about this this morning, you know, like choosing your thoughts is something you can do. If you have a thought in your mind that isn't serving you in any other way than with negativity then what you've got to do is identify the negative thought and say, you know, you're not serving me and I'm removing you and I'm going to think something else. You put another thought in its place. And it's really, really important because thoughts become things. This is what I learned from reading a lot from this spiritual teacher who's now died uh, named Wayne Dyer, who's awesome and amazing. Look him up if you don't. Um, know his work already, but his whole premise, the whole premise of his work is, um, you know, change your thoughts, change your life. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And also that your thoughts become things. So then it, it goes to follow. Is that the phrase? Like it comes to pass, whatever that saying is, that whatever you think about become something. Thoughts become things. So if you're thinking something really negative, that translates into how you're feeling and how you're feeling then translates into how you move through life and what you are creating within your own life. So it really is so important to identify what those thoughts are and create your thoughts or change your thoughts to be something that you want them to be so that you feel something, you want them to feel something that you want to feel and that that then turns into something that you want it to be in your life. Does that make sense? So I posted this post and was really feeling great. And I've been doing more for myself lately, um, to boost myself up. You know, um, I, I move through my life now as a coach with the intention and goal of being an uplifter and lifting you up and giving you spiritual tools to live your life in a more connected and wholehearted and fulfilling way but also with realness and humor. And, you know, I've been trying to add all that to my life too, because I've had a rough couple months and everything sort of hit the pause button. Um, and I've been doing more to uplift myself as well. And it's really hard sometimes for me to take my own advice. And I have to make a really concerted effort to go do those things, you know, take a walk with a friend, go get coffee, get acupuncture, get my nails done. Um, just laugh at ridiculous things. Like I was watching the other day, Jimmy Fallon clips. I mean, that uplifts me. That's like free fun. Um, you know, so 
sometimes we hit these walls where we just can't do it and that's okay and that's what I talked about last week about giving yourself time to just be where you are in terms of not feeling great but you know if we are aware of our negative thoughts um, and we have a willingness to change then we can so the funny thing is, and then I'm going to like get to my punchline and then I can get to where I'm going here, but I sat down and did this podcast with you for you um, and I was so excited to do it and just like bursting with things to say about all these things that, you know, have been showing themselves to me this week through um, interactions with coaching clients and in coaching I've received and in things I've read and you know where you get all these sort of messages from the universe everywhere that like this is the hot topic of the week so it is about thoughts and about trusting yourself and I sat down and did this podcast guys and I was like locked in connected um, saying everything that I was feeling felt like I was doing a great articulate job of getting it all out there. And guess what? None of it recorded. So I spent 45 minutes talking to the air basically, um, didn't record. And I realized that and I was like, <laughs> okay, that's awesome. So this is something in the past that I would have lost my mind about like I just wasted 45 minutes and I'm so pissed and how could I be such an idiot or what's wrong with the app it's not my fault or like it just figures that I cut out this time to do this finally and it didn't work like rah, rah, rah. I hate to say it but like that would have been my go-to like woe is me my life is hard why is this happening okay so I have learned a lot, I mean a lot, over the last couple years since I first sort of uh, launched myself into this journey of exploration and self-exploration. And um, listen, guys, I'm neck deep in this spiritual self-help stuff, but I am also in on the joke, and I, I know that, that the wording can be a lot for people. Um, you know, I know that the word journey makes a lot of people's eyes roll and I totally get it. And I am doing a lot of journey work today. So just bear with me. I am talking about my journey and it is one. It's a journey and a process. And I have learned so much during this time about the things that I can and can't control, but also how I react and respond to things. So, but what this, what I'm getting at here today is a number one, the podcast didn't record. Okay. So then how did I respond to that? I was real pissed for a minute. I'm not going to lie. I was like, okay, I wrote to the, um, you know, support email of the app. I won't hear back from them for at least 24 hours. And I was like, okay, great. I can just like go on with my day. Wish that hadn't happened. I feel really irritated. I sat down, I did some emails. I drank some tea put in some laundry, ate some soothing candy corn pumpkins, which is what I do all of October every year. Then I took a deep breath and I was like, you know what? I have to pick up my boys in 45 minutes. I can do this. This is all on the tip of my tongue. It's in my mind. It's on my heart. I'm ready to share this. I want you to have this for the weekend. I'm going to do this. And where you're benefiting here 
is that it's going to be more concise and succinct because I have a limited amount of time. And also, in my original podcast, which didn't record, you got all the tangents and stuff that really wasn't relevant to what I'm saying. So I'm going to give you the meat and the juice of this right now and um, get as much out there as I can and in a succinct way that I hope resonates with you and uplifts you and gives you some of the tools that um, I know some people in my life are seeking and that I have been as well and share how I feel about approaching um, this idea. So the first one was about it's a good day for a good day and identify your thoughts. And if your thoughts are not great, identify that and remove them literally like plucking an airplane a paper airplane out of the sky and throwing it away and replace it replace it with something that is going to propel you forward in a positive way in your day and this can be done at any time during the day Um, and again it takes practice that's what I'm going to say a lot of today is that this is all doable It's manageable, it's workable, but it is work and it has to be consistent and it has to be a practice. So the question that has been coming up and sort of showing itself to me a lot this week and these really these past two weeks is about trusting yourself. How do we trust ourselves? How do we trust our own inner voice Um, our own inner compass how do we receive those messages number one receive the messages receive some people call them pings some people call them clues how do we receive those and then also how do we trust ourselves when we have been trained in our lives to trust and desire and listen to um outside opinions and thoughts about our lives and to seek external validation and external validation can be anything it can be anything from you know being a high school girl or a 30 something year old woman and shopping with your friends for jeans and you buy the ones that everyone says that they like best um you know, external validation can be, you know, only feeling good about the job you do when someone else tells you that you did a great job. Um, you know, the, the, the examples that I have really been thinking about today are, you know, if you think about women shopping for their wedding dresses and those, those TV shows like Say Yes to the Dress, it's a great TV show. I'm not disparaging it. You know, I love some wedding dress shopping and wedding dresses, but If you think about how they all go in with their quote-unquote entourages, and there are so many episodes I've seen where you can see that the bride loves or hates the dress, but that her entourage feels the opposite way. So she may love the dress and feel so good in it, and you can tell she's feeling amazing. And her whole entourage is like, you no, that's not the one. It's so tacky. It's got too many sparkles. It makes your butt look big. It's not appropriate. Whatever. And you can see this bride, these brides just looking crestfallen because they may love or hate the dress, and their entourage feels the opposite way. And you can see the battle between them wanting to trust themselves and wanting to listen to their entourage. And I think that is a great metaphor 
oh god here we go metaphor or analogy metaphor for life and and the way that we so often are seeking the approval of others and feeling like we can't go forward making a decision about anything from what we wear to who we marry to what job we take to where we live without getting the opinion of other people and then we trust the opinions of other people more or even if we don't we place more stock in them because that's what we feel like we ought to do so you know it's interesting when I think about my own life there is this one specific um, category in which I've always sought external validation and that is about my looks like I always felt more valid um, or like a better even a better person um, I felt happier I felt more complete when I was getting positive feedback and external validation about the way I looked whether it was from my parents and that went on for me for decades I want to tell you decades like decades longer than I even wished that it had and I would be lying if I said it didn't um, mean something to me when when I'm told by my dad that I'm that I'm pretty and that I look good because because that's always been really important and so I know that when I do I'm getting attention um, I grew up in a house where it was important to look good I can't tell you why that's the way it was um, but and so when I got attention from from guys you know when I was younger like that made me feel seen you know people say like I see you that made me feel seen it made me feel valid that's where I got my validation like well I look good and I'm desirable so therefore I am I mean it's hard to say you know I mean, I'm a grown-ass woman now, and I, I would be lying if I said it doesn't feel good when people say I look good, but what I can tell you wholeheartedly is that I no longer need it, and it is something that I can say and do say to myself and that I believe, and I need that message, and I want that message to be the most true and powerful and whole and listened to and valued and validated coming from me to me. And that took me so, so long. It's taken so much work. But the interesting thing is that my entire life, when it came to anything I was creating with work, like, um, you know, with weddings or events, which I've done over 20 years, or um, work I did in school or whatever, I didn't seek external validation about the work I was doing as much. I mean, maybe at the beginning of my career, you know, it felt good to have my parents say like, you're doing great. And, you know, you're making such headway in your career and you're so successful. And, you know, of course that felt good because they had invested a lot in me financially and emotionally and otherwise. Right. I mean, <sighs> the stuff with parents is so loaded and that's another conversation for another day. But mostly I always was able to validate myself with my work and no matter how many accolades I got with my work for events or awards I won or magazine write-ups or whatever it was, no matter how much more business that led to, um, and it was all great and I was so appreciative, I never felt like I needed it. You know, I felt really grateful but in my mind, I really felt like, yeah, I deserve that. 
Like, I did that really well. I deserve that. And I didn't need that external validation. So I'm just saying that to point out that we can all have our different things. Like, I can really need external validation in one way and not in the other. You know, and some people have spent their whole lives or most of their lives seeking external validation from everything outside of them and and really needing other people's opinions and valuing other people's opinions more than their own. Um, and, and some people, of course, haven't. And they've been listening to themselves and valuing themselves the most. And so, you know, it's such a big, big subject of how do we trust ourselves? And, and what is that? And how do we move forward with that? And, and what I believe the answer to be, and of course there are many ways of approaching this, but, but what I've learned is that it starts with this awareness. And, and what I think the, the, um, the steps are, and, and as I moved through this earlier today, I thought, is this a thing? Like, did someone write this before? I want to write this down. I don't know if this is a thing or a system, but in my mind, this is how it breaks down. That you have awareness of a thing, of a thing that you want to change or of um, something that you want validation of or for. Um, You have this awareness of this thing within you. And then you have the desire to do something about it or to experience something with it, or to change something. And then what has to come is the willingness. And when you have the willingness, then you can take action. So that's very much how my journey and my process has gone. From the moment two years ago when I first did that combo ceremony, which I talk about in a very early episode of this podcast about taking this Amazonian jungle medicine and it showing me and the way that it did that I wanted to remove alcohol from my life and that started the process for me. Um, So that was an awareness, like an awareness of something that I wanted to change. And also, frankly, it was an awareness of something that I was using as external validation for years and years and years. When I drank, it made me feel seen. It made me feel prettier, funnier, more outgoing, more funny, more connected to people, more social, more like in the in crowd, whatever that means. I mean, that started when I was very, very young. I mean, I started drinking to fit in. That's my story. That is my story. And I think if... um, I don't know. That's something I hear from a lot of people now when I have this conversation. Um, So it starts as external validation. This is what people are doing who I want to like me, who I want to fit in with. And so I'm going to do this too. And it looks different for, for everyone, but for me it was drinking, right? So I had this awareness that I wanted to change this behavior. Then I had the desire to change it, like deep desire And then I had the willingness. And from the willingness, I took action. And so that's that's what I did. Now, the trusting of myself, how did I do that? How did I trust that the messages I was receiving from me to me 
how did I trust that they were right for me or that they were valid or that they were something that I ought to listen to and pay attention to and move forward with? How did I do that? Oh, that's where we wish there was like an easy button you could press and there could be an easy answer. This is like me one million times in my life wishing that I could press a button and lose weight, lose 30 pounds in 30 days, right? Like wish there was a quick answer. There's not. There's not. And like with losing weight or getting healthy, we understand scientifically that it's calories in, calories out. Like that's the way that it works. Surprise. Um, You know, with this, there's no easy button. There are a lot of theories. And this is my theory that when you give yourself the opportunity to get quiet on a more regular basis and hear your own voice, I mean, literally hear your own voice and recognize what that is. That's when you can start trusting yourself because you know what it is you're listening to. So we're listening to other people. There's noise all the time. There's outside opinions and input from our partners, our families, our friends, from social media, from the world at large, right? But when we're quiet with ourselves is when we can receive our own messages. Some people call it, as I said, a ping, a clue, You know, people call it your pilot light, your inner compass. I call it your inner voice. This is why people talk nonstop about meditating, because it's when you're really quiet that you can really receive messages, meaning hear what your inner voice is telling you about you and what you want. And the thing is, the more you receive those messages and recognize them, the more you find that they are consistent with really what you want and how you feel and that the messages are also consistent. They'll keep coming and you'll keep hearing them and you'll go, okay, okay, I keep hearing this. This is how I, I keep feeling this way. I keep getting this message. Okay, I'm getting it. This is, this must be what I really want. You know, so listen, I'm not a great meditator. I I aim to be, and I've worked really hard at it. And just like everything else, it has to be a practice and it has to be consistent and you've got to work at it. And I do it a few times a week. If I had the willingness, I would do it more. So you have to have the willingness. I have the awareness that I want to. I have the desire, but I don't yet have the willingness to take action. So but meditation is great because that is really when you at your, you're at your quietest and um, really when like your vibes are high and you can receive these messages. I know I'm talking a little woo-woo. Are you with me? Stay with me because woo-woo or not, this is actually really true. And, um, and I just know a fragment of it. You can dig a lot deeper. This is all of the... Um, Deepak Chopra language. This is all about like tuning in to your inner voice. And I'm telling you that the more you hear it, the more you'll trust it because the messages are being sent to you consistently and they are the messages of what you want for your life. And guess who knows what is right for your life? Guess who knows 
what you want in life and what your course of action ought to be. You, of course you. This is what we learn by coaching. This is what coaching is. This is why I think it's so cool and why I keep thinking it's even cooler and cooler is that the whole idea is that you have the answers within you. And sometimes we need guidance to find those answers, but you have the answers. You know what you want and where you want to go, what you want out of your life, you know, the direction you're headed, all of those things, not what you need to do, but what you want to do. Not what other people say is best for you, but what you know to be true. And so when you are able to tap in and find those answers, it's like finding a treasure trove. And then you have to practice, just like with everything else, make it a daily practice. It is work. Anything you want to be good at has to be, and it should be fun work at times. It doesn't have to be arduous, but anything you want to be good at takes practice, right? Like playing the piano or ice skating or anything. I mean, anything, baking a cake, putting on makeup. (laughs) I mean, there's so many things that take so much practice and that's how you get better. Um, But this is really cool, fun work because it really is about you connecting with you. And the other part of this is that it's all wrapped in these beautiful ribbons of self-love and self-worth. Self-love is really, it's not trite. It's not just a slogan for a t-shirt. Self-love is about listening to yourself. It's about valuing what you have to say about how you feel, you know, caring about how you feel placing importance on how you feel, caring more about how you feel than about what other people's opinions are of you. It's about speaking kindly to yourself. It's about giving yourself time that you need. All of these things, that's self-love. It's a wonderful thing. And the greater that your self-love is, the greater that your self-worth is, really. I mean, the more worthy you become, Most importantly, the more worthy that you are to you, your self-worth is great. And your self-worth is the foundation from which all good things spring in your life. Really and truly. That's where the magic happens. That's where it comes from. Because when you have the self-love and the self-worth, other people's opinions fall away. They matter less. You need them less. You want your own more. You keep receiving your messages and you trust them more. So all these things are connected. And again, it's not an easy answer. It's a process and it is a practice and it takes work. So it is about awareness of what it is that you want That's the first thing you're receiving your ping, your inner compass is like all of a sudden due north. Like I'm getting this message and I'm getting it over and over and over again. Okay. So I've got the message. What's the next step? Desire. I have the desire to do something about it. Okay. 
So then what? Am I willing? Am I willing to take this awareness and this desire and do something with it? I am willing and I'm going to take action. So where does the awareness come from? First thing, the awareness comes from when we get quiet and when we also put more time and attention into ourselves. Because if we lack what we need and we are empty vessels of nothingness, Obviously, not only can we not give to others, you've heard people say over and over, you can't pour from an empty cup. If you have nothing, you have nothing to give. So you've got to feed yourself so that of course you can give to others, but also too, when you're full, you can hear your own inner voice. You can line up your compass, receive the pings, become aware of what it is you want, and then move into that desire and that willingness and that action. So that's, that's it, guys. That's about how do you trust yourself? How do you start trusting yourself? How do you move from a place of seeking external validation to a place of really not just seeking, but desiring internal validation and listening to it and following through? Because one thing is to hear it, the other is to listen. You know, any one of us who has children understands the difference between that. Or husbands, you know, did you hear me or did you listen? And I'm sure my husband is saying now, well, did you hear me or did you listen? And it's true, we're all guilty of it. Hearing is one thing, but did you listen? You know, are you going to listen to it? Are you going to act on it? And it is possible, it is doable. And, you know, when you reach the point where your own internal compass is guiding you more consistently than other people's roadmaps that they've made for you, it's a very, very freeing thing. Very, very freeing and also amazing to know that you have all of the guidance and all of the direction that you could ever need within you. Also, too... Remember, other people may have your best interest at heart. They may really love you, care for you, know a lot about you. They may give great input at certain times, and it could be really beneficial, and I'm not downplaying that. But other people's opinions and advice for you is always colored by their own story and their own life. And, you know, you're the one who really is looking at yourself unfiltered. You're the one who knows what's best for you, ultimately. So it's about being able to hear that voice. I'm going to leave you with that today. I'm so glad I was able to bring it all up again for you and send this off into the universe before the weekend because it clearly feels like something that I was ready to share and that it was time to share it because it was pouring out of me not once but twice today. So... Oh, that just helped turn my mood around and my thoughts around about what is possible. And I think that's just something great to end on, which is that no matter what is happening, if we can look at many of these things as opportunities and not as tragedies or frustrations or roadblocks, we are in an infinitely better place. So um, I suggest that... um, you know, you, you think about things as opportunities, try and see them in a different way 
think about them in a different way, replace your thoughts with something um, that, that feels better, that sounds better, that is a better thought, and that feels better because it will impact your life um, immensely in a really great way. So thanks for being here today. I hope you get to take some time for yourself this weekend and enjoy some beautiful fall weather like we have in North Carolina. And um, I'm sending lots of love and healthy vibes, and I'll be back with you again soon. Bye. Thanks for listening today, guys. If you would, please subscribe to the podcast, pass it along to someone you think might like it and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It would really help so that more people can find Because Why Not. Thanks a lot. Bye.